Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. No good. Rebound O'Neal. Great offense by Indiana right there. No dividend. Fast break. Donovan through the lane. Lobs to Rudy. Who dunks? Oh, my. Donovan to Rudy for two. Donovan now clapping and talking at Holiday. Holiday comes off a Sabonis pick. Pull up jumper. No good. Rebound Rudy. Donovan wants it. Donovan left side. Picked up by Holiday. Donovan powers. Euro steps. Floats. Scores. I will keep putting it on you all night. The Jazz by 22, 93-71, Donovan Mitchell, ladies and gentlemen. The Utah Jazz going to win by 30. Donovan Mitchell with 25 points, pretty much right on his season average. Rudy Gobert, 20 points and 14 boards. Indiana was going back-to-back, but before they should have been gassed, the Jazz were already pulling away, PK. That was a pretty strong performance. We can nitpick a little bit if we want. It wasn't perfect, but... They're by 17 in the second quarter, up by 12 at the half. That was solid. Uh, yeah, that's what I would expect the Jazz to do at home against teams in the bottom half of the East. <laughs> what? Good work. What? Bottom half of the Eastern Conference playoffs? Yeah. They are. They're in sixth place. You're right. It's not yeah. the bottom half of the East. Well, I mean the playoff teams. Yes. Okay, I guess I neglected that. I thought that was understood. Yeah. I, I expect him to do that. I guess that's a surprise to you, apparently. Not to me. I didn't expect a 30-point win. Expected a win, but I didn't expect a 30-pointer. Uh, yeah, do you get more if you beat him by 30? No, you really don't. Any? You really don't. You get one. By 15? Pretty much it. No, 1.5, 1. 1.8. That's a double win. I mean, they, it's just like Saturday night. They dominated a team they should dominate at home. Mike Conley hitting a few buckets. Getting the crowd going. Coming off the bench still. But he contributed. Shots went in. They did. Yeah. Made a couple of hustle plays, scramble plays, winning plays. That Shots call went him. If he shot two of seven. Nobody would have cared yeah. about him getting to that 50-50 <laughs> ball. You refuse to acknowledge basketball is basically if shots go in. Well, that's what I, you get, that's I, what I you admire, get points for. I admire your, your consistency. That is what you get but points for. But you would for. not even have brought him up. If he was two for seven, no, well, he probably would have brought it as two for seven. I mean, he's no, going to be what we talked about. Thirty? Who cares? Because they're probably going to need him when they get to the playoffs. They don't need him now, but they're going to need him and all that playoff experience when they get to the postseason. And when we get to the postseason, if he goes two for seven, you would bring him up. You wouldn't have brought him up today because what did Ingles shoot? What did Ingles shoot Friday, uh, Saturday night? I Nobody. don't know. Go look it up. He sucked. Okay. Shots didn't go in. But nobody cares. He had a bunch of assists. It's about winning. Joe was two for three. He didn't didn't pull the trigger that often in this one. And yeah, he pulled the trigger, I think, five to I think he was all five uh Saturday. But when you're winning big, you are doing the hustle plays. <laughs> or someone else is lighting it up. Well, I don't know that anybody really lit it up. I guess Conley did. In his limited role, but what everybody, what they're doing is what they're very much capable of doing. That's my whole point. They did what they're supposed to do, and that's that's a great sign. It was not in doubt whatsoever. A team that's coming in back to back, 
who's in the bottom half of the playoff hunt in the East, you should beat them. Now, by 30, yeah, that was more awesome by more than 15. But you should beat these guys like this. This is my level of expectation. This is not downgrading the Jazz. It's actually believing in them more than people who find it surprising. All right, we'll have more on this one coming up. The Jazz picking up win number 30 on the air. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Dame brings it up. Gets a screen from Whiteside. Goes left. Crossover. Three for the tie. Got it! A new career high with 11 threes made by Damian Lillard. Dame to set a new franchise record. Free throw on the way. Got it! 61 for Damian Lillard. He breaks his own franchise record. Damian Lillard having just a massive game. And they needed it to beat the Warriors at home, which I guess is a little bit of a red flag right there, but they got it nonetheless. Raining threes, a couple of them really off the charts on degree of difficulty there, PK. So he made a lot of shots. He did make a lot of shots. Yeah, when he's hot, he can make a lot of shots. But there's still two games out of the uh, last playoff spot in the West. But he's in, he's a real entertaining player when the ball was going in the hoop because... He can pretty much make it from anywhere within reason on a half-court offensive set. And he's got it going on. He's electrifying. Spurs are a half game behind the Grizzlies in the race for that uh, eight seed. The Spurs beat the Suns. Bryn Forbes, a career-high eight three-pointers. I don't know who Bryn Forbes is. A role guy who went off? I don't know. Is he a Michigan State guy, I think? I don't Correct. know. Spartan. Yeah, he's yeah, Spartan. I don't, I don't know. Pelicans beat the uh, Grizzlies 126 to 116. Drew Holiday, who the Jazz did not see when they saw the Pelicans, he's back. He went Twice. for he went for 36, mm. and the Pelicans won by 10. So getting all sorts of bunched up in the race for that last playoff spot. No, Locke said that uh, New Orleans is going to get it when they beat the Jazz. You go look at it; it's on Twitter. He did say that they're so. sitting three and a half behind the Grizz right now. So irregardless of the bunchiness. Yeah. It's over. Five teams separated by three and a half. David Locke has made it so. He said so. He's the numbers dude. He knows all things uh, NBA. Probably knows all their relative strengths of schedules and all that kind of stuff going forward, right? And Zion coming back tomorrow. Pelicans will finally have all their guys. All right, tonight, if you're keeping an eye on the, uh, the Western Conference... Clippers and Mavericks, NBA TV at 6.30. The Jazz, the Clippers, and the Nuggets all tied for second in the West. 30 wins, 13 losses. Dead even. You didn't even bring up Houston and James Harden, 1 of 17 on threes. They've lost four in a row. I can't believe it. Four in a row and five out of six. Russell Westbrook had a triple-double. Lost to the Thunder. But now he's had one against everybody in the NBA. Exactly. Keeping track of that. So they're in sixth place. Jazz finished third. You want to play the Rockets? Yak is shaking his head no. Why not, Yak? I was about to say yes. Fear the beard. Well, you got to play somebody. I mean, you're not going to. That's why we bring you here and pay you the big money. You got to play somebody. You want the Mavericks? I've got PTSD (laughs) with the Rockets. You want Doncic? I'd rather have the Mavs. They've got to play somebody. You want the Thunder. Thank you for the hard-hitting analysis. You want the Thunder. What more can I add to that? Yeah. I'll take you okay. See, they can bottle up Shea Gilgerson, Alexander. Oh, like that? They can bottle him up. 
Come on, they lost because they couldn't hit open shots last year. They're going to get those open shots this year, and they're going to hit them. Every Let team, your PTSD go. Every Ooh. team loses because they don't hit open shots. But I agree with you. They're much more prepared to make shots than they were last year. And really, I also agree with you in that your larger point that you're making, you're going to have to play whomever. So you can even look at uh, if the Pelicans really are pretty good and say they get that spot and then in three months when they have all their guys, are they really what would be classified as a true eighth place team? Now, I don't necessarily think they're going to be the Lakers, but the point is, I don't think they're going to roll over either because we'll have to see. I don't know. I don't know how Zion, I don't know if he's going to be healthy. I don't know if Favors tends to be injured a lot. And uh, But if they had all their dudes, could they win some ball games and cause you some trouble? For sure. It does look like the eighth seed will be a much softer matchup than any yeah, of the teams. But see, I, I disagree. But if I know what you're getting at here. It looks like on paper because it looks like they're going to be four or five games behind who six and seven thunder yeah. and so you would think that's a lot easier but your point if they're there because they lost a bunch of games in october and november and they're no longer that team it's the same thing you can say about the jazz they lost games in october and november and they're no longer that team yeah i think you could say that to a large degree about anybody you could say it about dallas because porzingis has been out blah 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 paul george and Kawhi leonard because they've been rotating in and out of the lineup so i think you can say so that about who, just about every team and anthony davis has been in and out but i think that of all the teams that you can say it about the pelicans you could say it about the most that this really isn't a true reflection of their team the other teams sure they've been missing guys left and right and you could say the thunder well they had so many new dudes in their starting lineup so they got all so i mean you you can you can make that reason for just about every team every year but I think the Pelicans would be the best example of it because they literally had what they perceived to be their best player out for 40-plus games. Did you watch some of that uh, Celtic-Laker blowout? Yeah, I was surprised. Lakers got off to a nice little start there and then got annihilated. <laughs> it's just crushed. Well, I mean, that's the NBA. And I know you like to make it uh, brain surgery, but the, the Celtics were hot. They were hitting all sorts of shots. Uh, Tatum got it going on and Kemba Walker's back. Hayward was okay, but those two guys and Jalen Brown's a nice player, and the ball's going in the hoop, man. And you got that much firepower, and it's working for you. It's going to be tough. Keep an eye on the Denver Nuggets. The Jazz are going to play them here in a uh, little while, play them twice before the All-Star break. They beat the Timberwolves 107-100. And what do you make of Michael Porter Jr.? Not playing in college, being well thought of, lots of people flying in, including to scout him here when he was supposed to be playing against the Utes, but he was hurt. And Denver sits on him for a year like, we'll draft the guy who's hurt and let him get healthy. And So he had a big game. 20 points and 14 boards. They need one more guy in that mix. Yeah. We were talking with Locke after the, the shoot-around yesterday, and he was pointing out all the guys the Nuggets are missing. You know, and make injuries for – make excuses for your team when they have injuries, but recognize – Hey, the other guys have some built-in excuses. And they're still winning a pretty good clip here, 30-13, and 13, dead even with the Jazz and the Clippers. At least from our perspective, I think Denver is the most undervalued team. We rarely talk about Denver. We talk, You talk about the Clippers and Lakers and so do I, and, but we rarely talk about Denver. And yet there they are. Yes. Kind of like the Jazz, playing off in the mountain time zone, getting overlooked. But look how good they are if you I really look at I hate the phrase kind of. Just hate it. How about kinda? What's is what the same? Kinda. First cousin. Kinda. 
Just say it. No need to water it down. Listen to these post-game interviews and these guys constantly with the kinda. Just say it. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Weber State's nightmare season continues. They get blown out by Portland State, 92-76. The Aggies' nightmare, three straight road losses, put on pause there at home. They did lose to San Diego State at home. It's their only home loss so far, and the Aztecs are 19-0. And why aren't they ranked number one? That's a freaking joke. Drop from one to three. They should be undefeated. The only undefeated team out there. Gonzaga drops. He didn't beat BYU bad enough. It's nonsense. I'm not going to rest until San Diego State gets their just due. a kid. They're going for uh, 20-0 tonight. They got Wyoming at home, and Wyoming is winless in conference play. And his Dembo ain't walking through that door. All right, listen to the Aggies and Air Force. Scotty G's on the call. 9 o'clock, late game for ESPNU. Pre-game with Scotty G starts at 8.30 right here on The Zone. Hashtag college football. So USC's working on a defensive coordinator, Todd Orlando. That's a familiar name. Former Texas defensive coordinator. And somebody else, too. Utah State. Utah State. Graham Harrell will uh, stay with the Trojans. Nosing around the Philadelphia Eagles offensive coordinator job. But there All you go. that is for now. I mean, what did I read? Somebody just got uh, was hired uh, by Novella, Florida State, and now he's leaving. He never coached one day. Well, Orlando was at Texas Tech yeah. for, what, yeah. a week now? Yeah, so don't be making pronouncements on who's staying and who's going. It's all for now. When does the coaching carousel officially slow down and we can drop for now? When does your spring ball start? I think till everything is settled in the NFL. Because that can restart the dominoes. In college, yeah, absolutely. And then what guy's going to get on a motorcycle with his uh, mistress? and Crash. <laughs> so, I don't know that you can ever say it's absolutely settled. Houston had the odd deal where they got off to a bad start, so their quarterback decided to redshirt the season, and then he decided to transfer, and Derek King is going to Miami. Florida's ex-quarterback is headed to Arkansas, the transfer portal. What will be settled first, the transfer portal or the coaching carousel? Coaching carousel. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Did you take some personal time last night to enjoy this accomplishment along the way? Or have you been a cheeseburger and went to bed? <laughs> Andy Reid, enjoying the championship just long enough to eat a cheeseburger. The AFC title. It's time to work on the Super Bowl. Tevin Coleman, dislocated shoulder in the NFC championship game. Head coach Kyle Hannon, Shanahan telling reporters he hopes Coleman will be cleared to play. So we'll have that little bit of drama. Waiting for medical updates over the next two weeks. Meanwhile, the Bengals refuting reports from ESPN that they would not consider trading the number one pick overall. Player personnel director Duke Tobin. That report was news to him. I don't know that any decision has been made for what we're going to do in April. We're early in the process. Certainly haven't had any meetings to determine that at this point. So, hey, auction that thing off if you can get enough. Or 
draft the quarterback who's got ties to Ohio and just won the national championship. All right, there you go. That's what's going on this morning. What is trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Shamrock Plumbing. Give them a call, 801-295-1690. You can receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. Shamrock Plumbing, 801-295-1690. All right, coming up, more on the Jazz. They take down the Pacers. On to the Warriors. On to the Mavericks. Stay with us. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.